All right, everybody, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Go For Two podcast. I am your host, Cargo. So this is part four of a four-part segment um, where I'm breaking down uh, each division, breaking down each team, kind of going, uh, trying to figure out what happened last year, go over some stats, see what they did in the offseason and free agency in the draft, and see how they're looking going into 2020, okay? And uh, I've just finished recording, writing and recording the first three. Uh, we already took the Baltimore Ravens, Cincinnati Bengals, and the Cleveland Browns. Uh, if you haven't checked out the Cleveland Browns one, you definitely need to. It's a hot take for sure. And now we have the Pittsburgh Steelers, okay? Uh, this is really an interesting one for me just because uh, – you know, I really like the Pittsburgh Steelers, and I'll tell you why here in a second. Uh, just kind of what happened last year. This is a team that finished eight and eight, uh, second in the AFC North. Uh, literally, almost snuck into the playoffs last year with their quarterback as Devin Hodges, uh, which is a just a true testament to the head coach Mike Tomlin, who's been there for 13 years as well. Just an absolute coach, an amazing coach. I'm sorry, uh, you know, don't talk enough about him and the job he does in Pittsburgh. Uh, doesn't matter who's there, he doesn't care. He's just gonna make sure that everybody's ready to play like a Pittsburgh Steeler. Their offensive coordinator, Randy Fitcher, his second season as the quarterbacks coach. Uh, Keith Butler, his fifth season, who's probably been with the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers once again, also a a uh, organization just kind of promotes within um, as guys find, you know, head coaching jobs elsewhere. They just promote from within Keith Butler, former linebacker coach for the Pittsburgh Steelers, Danny Smith, special teams coordinator, is going into his seventh season with the team. Uh, really quick. Um, the offensive stats. I mean, uh, not great by any means. They average 18 points a game, 27th best in the NFL. 276 yards per game, uh, 30th best in the NFL. Passing yards, uh, 186 yards per game, 31st best, or really worst. Uh, you know, 90 yards, they average about 90.4 yards on the ground, 29th best in the NFL. Uh, some key notes here, just to kind of go off, Ben Roethlisberger only played in two games last year. Uh, James Conner only played in 10 games last year in the limited play. James Washington, uh, 44 receptions, 735 yards, three touchdowns. Deontay Johnson, 59 receptions, 680 yards, five touchdowns. And uh, Juju Smith-Schuster. 42 receptions, 552 yards, and three touchdowns for the man. Juju on the beat. Uh, some defensive stats here. Um, they allowed 18.9 points a game, which is tied for fifth best in the NFL. 304 yards, fifth best in the NFL. Passing yards allowed 194.6, third best in the NFL in Allowed 109 yards on the ground, which is 14th best. Uh, all in all, a really solid defense, you know. 
where they really excelled uh, was in sacks and takeaways. So 54 sacks for the Pittsburgh Steelers last year. They had almost three guys in double digits last year. So TJ Watt, 14 and a half sacks, tied for fourth best in the NFL. Bud Dupree, 11 and a half sacks, ninth best. Cameron Hayward had nine sacks of his own. Uh, you know, absolutely phenomenal production from those three guys. And in the secondary, they had 20 interceptions, um, second most in the NFL. Joe Hayden had five, tied for fourth. Also tied with Mika Fitzpatrick as well. And uh, forced 22 fumbles, which was second most in the NFL. And they actually recovered 18 of those fumbles, uh, which was most in the NFL. And that was in large part to TJ Watt, forced eight fumbles and had four fumble recoveries. Um, so this is a defense that really um, completely changed after that trade from Mick Fitzpatrick, which Mike Tomlin kind of caught a little bit of heat for that. You know, they just said, hey, wouldn't it have just been better to like tank the season and draft a, a safety next year? But, you know, that's not the way Mike Tomlin uh, operates. Um, you know, some of the other additions that they made uh, – Eric Ebron, tight ends. Steven Wanewski, offensive guard. Chris Worley, acquired via trade. Derek Watts, uh, TJ Watt and JJ Watt's brother. And then Bud Dupree also signed his franchise tag. Um, he's looking to have a big season to get paid as well. Some of the losses, uh, Ramon Foster, who's been there for a long time. Mark Barron, Anthony Chilio, um, a couple of linebackers as well. So going into the draft, obviously the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers did not have a first-round draft pick due to the trade from Mika Fitzpatrick. So what they did in the second round was they got Chase Claypool, wide receiver out of Notre Dame. Third round, they drafted Alex Highsmith, outside linebacker out of the uh, Charlotte. And in the fourth round, they had two picks – one was Anthony McFarland Jr., running back out of Maryland. And then the other one was a guard, Kevin Dawson, out of Louisiana. And then in the sixth round, they drafted Antonio Brooks, safety out of Maryland. And then Carlos David, defensive tackle, Nebraska in the seventh round. Um, so the biggest thing, obviously, was just getting help for Big Ben. And they went out and did that with Chase Claypool, uh, a really big wide receiver, a playmaking wide receiver at that. Um, they also added a running back in the fourth round and a guard in the fourth round. And then Alex Highsmith uh, comes into a really good defense. Uh, he's one of those edge rushers. Um, you know, kind of looking at this this uh, this roster, really, um, just it's all always been just about, you know, replacing guys that they've had before in years past. And, you know, the reason why the Pittsburgh Steelers were 8-8 was because of Mike Tomlin. And, you know, this was a team that didn't have Big Ben. Their quarterbacks were Duck Hodges and Mason Rudolph. So I uh, can't give enough credit to Mike Tomlin. You know, the, the biggest thing about, you know, Big Ben being back at quarterback, this is already makes the Pittsburgh Steelers that much better of a football team. Will they do better than 8-8 eight and eight this year? I don't know. I don't think so, Okay. 
And, you know, I know it's kind of hard to say that because I just think the defense will adjust just a little bit. It's hard to be that consistent on defense, especially with all the other, like I said, the biggest thing is this division just got better. It's just that much better. No easy games, uh, smash mouth football, and, you know, just kind of what they have on offense. There's just a lot of question marks, you know. Uh, James Conner going into a contract year. Um, he's looking to stay healthy and hasn't been able to. You know, he had that one uh, great season as a rookie with Le'Veon Bell out. And now the question is, is can he handle the workload? Um, they've gotten some really good production out of uh, other running backs, out of Jalen Samuels, Benny Snows. And, you know, interesting that they added Anthony McFarlane. They changed the pace back, who's also had some injury concerns now coming into the NFL. Uh, he might be a buck 80 wet, as some of the people say, but... Uh, definitely an explosive player and probably will be doing a little more special teams, if anything. And I just thought in the second round, you know, the Pittsburgh Steelers motto has always been running the ball. They've always had multiple running backs. And I just thought they would draft, you know, a running back, you know, and I thought Jonathan Taylor out of Wisconsin uh, would have been perfect to, to compliment James Conner, you know. Uh, J- Jonathan Taylor has been extremely durable, uh, James Conner has not, and, you know, this is a really good offensive line group. It's been together for a while now, so, but they actually decided to go in a, in a different way, so, you know, they added Eric Ebron to go along with Vance McDonald. Two really solid tight ends. I don't think one will be better than the other. You know, both these guys, you know, will have a great game, and then they'll tend to disappear for a little bit and then just kind of come back. Eric Ebron had an amazing season last year with the Colts. I, I uh, have a hard time, you know, seeing him do the same thing he did last year for them. Um, like I said, the offensive line is great. Andrew Villanueva, uh, Marquise Pouncey, David DeCastro, Matt Thieler. These are guys that just kind of been together for a while now. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and, <clears throat> you know, they're going to do a lot of 12 personnel. And, you know, the biggest thing, the biggest question mark is that wide receiver group. You know, Juju, um, you know, obviously had that one good year with Antonio Brown. Um, going into a contract year, he might be a good option in fantasy this year. He's got that continuity with uh, Big Ben, you know, so he might be the reliable target. But after that, you know, who else is going to step up? You know, Deontay Johnson and James Washington. And um, I didn't. I thought James Washington was going to have a better season last year just because, you know, I thought him and Mason Rudolph had a really good connection. They played together at Oklahoma State for a couple of years, uh, but that really didn't plan out. So that's why they got uh, Chase Claypool. Um, he could be a guy that possibly steps in and makes an impact in that wide receiver group. Um, you know, a lot of depth there, but, you know, just who's going to step up is, you know, Juju going to, ball behind, they get lost in the mix. And, you know, I think it's really going to come down to who Ben Roethlisberger trusts the most, you know. And I, I do think that's Juju. You know, I'm, I'm going to be out there and put on the record that, you know, I do believe in Juju. You know, but some of these other guys have got to step up. If they really want to uh, be competitive. And I think it's going to come down to the running game too, man. I just, I don't know about James Conner, you know. I really don't. A lot of just a lot of question marks on offense for them right now. Um, looking at the defense, this is definitely the strength of the team. Um, like I said, 
everything changed when they added Mika Fitzpatrick. Uh, this was such a great trade. They ended up being top five in most categories. You know, and this was a team that, you know, really went through a lot of hardship just because, you know, with Ryan Shazier uh, having that really bad injury, um, they drafted uh, Devin Bush, who's an absolute superstar. And, you know, just looking at the defensive line, Cameron Hayward and Stephon Tewitt playing at a high level. Cameron Hayward, can't say enough good things about him. He's the leader on that defense. I talked a little bit about Devin Bush and Vance Williams. Really, really solid guys. Devin Bush will continue to get better. Just an absolute playmaker in the middle. TJ Watt had an amazing year last year. And then to go with Bud Dupree on the other side is amazing. And kind of what's going on in in Cincinnati where um, the team has AJ Green and they drafted T Higgins. I think the same thing is going on here with, you know, Bud Dupree and, um, Ali Heisman, you know, Bud Dupree wants to get paid. Maybe the Steelers don't want to pay him. So I just thought it's an interesting pick there. There's a really good safety tandem in Terrell Edmonds and Mika Fitzpatrick. And what I thought is really cool is the, uh, the, the brothers that they have in the NFL, you know, just that, I don't know what you would call it, but, you know, JJ, TJ, and Derek, the Watt brothers, and then you have the Edmund brothers, uh, Trey Edmonds, Tremaine, who's an amazing linebacker out in Buffalo. So just really cool to kind of see that. Uh, great safety tandem with, like I said, Terrell Edmonds and Nika Fitzpatrick. Uh, Joe Hayden, who's been in the league a long, long time now, feels like uh, still playing at a really high level, you know. And like I said, there could be a regression in, in stats. Uh, but all in all, just a solid group together, you know. It just, you know, Steven Nelson will get challenged. Uh, who's going to step up opposite Joe Hayden? And, you know, can Joe Hayden continue to play at a high level? You know, it's a lot of wait to see, you know. And that's kind of what I got for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think, you know, going into the season, a lot of question marks for me. I think 8-8 eight and eight is kind of where they're going to be flirting with. Um, you know, I know that Big Ben can go out and win them some games, and they probably won some games they shouldn't have last year. And like I said, you know, people will know about this defense and how good it is, and they're going to prepare a little bit better for them. And like I said, it's just a tough division, man. It's, <laughs> I know I've probably said that in like 100 times in, in each of these episodes, but I just truly believe that this is a extremely – tough division everybody has gotten better um whether they got players back from injuries and what they did in the offseason and in the draft and you know but they're definitely going to be a dark horse team I, I definitely believe that you know big ben is so motivated to come in i haven't talked enough about ben big ben i think he's so motivated to come back you know there was a couple of years ago where he wasn't necessarily as motivated to even play football, he was going to retire. And then he was like, no, I'm just kidding. You know, obviously I'm just having, you know, these thoughts or whatever. So, you know, that could be an issue, you know, for him as well. And yeah, (laughs) that's what I got for the AFC North. Uh, Another segment down, uh, you know, we're going to see, I think the next division we're doing is the AFC South and, 
you know, if, if you're a big fan of the AFC South, definitely tune in, check it out. Uh, I'm going to do my best, guys, to have these posted uh, tonight. I probably won't get the chance to uh, just because it's National Tequila Day. And uh, there's a margarita with my name on it somewhere. So, uh, guys, once again, thank you all so much for checking out the podcast. It means the absolute world to me that you guys are listening, taking time out of your day to just kind of uh, – uh, listen to my thoughts and you know my reactions and whatnot so y'all stay safe out there treat everybody with kindness you never know what they're going through and uh, just always remember go for two cargo